The Fight Show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $500 risk-free bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We'll support you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use a promo code SGP on your first deposit. Receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com and a promo code SGP. We'll support you by PixWise. PixWise is your number one home for free sports betting picks. Visit PixWise.com to make your next bet better. We'll support you by Underdog Fantasy. Sign up at UnderdogFantasy.com for the promo code SGPN and receive $25 to use in Best Ball Mania 2 for a chance to win $1 million. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app. SGPN is giving you a chance to win $100,000 in NFL Week 1 exclusively on the SGPN app. Download it on the App Store or the Google Play Store today. Falling asleep over here because it's kind of yeah. You're disgusting. gonna be falling asleep on Sunday, it's bitch. Kind of disgusting. It's kind yeah, of you disgusting. you 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 better sleep this whole week. Get your naps in. It's kind of disgusting how much of a clown people feel they have to be to be recognized. It's disgusting how much clout people have to chase. And when you really look into what the word clout means, it's the appearance of authenticity. It's appearance that you're the real deal. It's appearance that you really about that action. But I'm really like that. At the end of the day. Walking around looking foolish. Where the fuck is your shirt at? Number one. Number two. You know you this can is a say fight what game. you want. We're fighting on Sunday with no say, shirt on. You, you can say what you want to say, but you do what you think you're supposed to do based upon what we've done. When I say we, I say fighters jumping up on the ring and screaming and yelling and doing the memes and all this other stuff. The whole money thing, the whole bling thing. That's all built to to build a fight. But we here. I ain't got shit to say. You getting hurt on Sunday. And shiver the way you ain't never felt. All your sugar-coating ass, cheerleading ass, fucking cheerleading ass, people that are around you have lied to you. They're not hurting you. They don't want to lose their bag. They're not fucking pushing you. So when you get in a Sunday, you can wear whatever you want to wear. You can come out with that dumbass robot. You can do whatever you want. You will get fucking knocked out. You can make as many bets. The only thing I bet on is myself. I've been betting on that the whole time, so I'm just really, to be honest, sorry, all the people in the media, I'm just ready to fight. <laughs> I ain't got no shenanigans. I ain't got no BS. I ain't got no razzle-dazzle. I should have brought my dog some dude wipes to clean himself up after I knocked the shit out of him on Sunday. That's the only thing I regret not bringing. You're listening to The Fight Show here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. You can follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter, at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. You can also follow me on Twitter. I'm the host of the Soccer Gambling Podcast. Make sure to subscribe to my podcast. I'm on Twitter at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. You can also check out my additional content over at my website, lockbetting.com. 
That's lockbetting.com. The PL from the last month of lockbetting.com is always the pin tweet at SGP Soccer, the Twitter account. I have delivered my clients 99 months in a row of transparent track profit. That means for over eight years, eight years and three months, I've not had a single losing month in sports betting and I'm chasing my 100th month in a row in the month of September which is a great time to sign up for lockbetting.com as we are giving out plenty of futures for the tennis US Open for the entire NFL season and for the Champions League as well and also we're not too far into the domestic soccer season so you can have a look back at what we gave out in the month of August and you can still bet on some of those domestic soccer futures as well as I said I've 99 months in a row of transparent track profit every spreadsheet is on the lockbetting.com site and you can get on board for the 100th month in a row in September as we go for 100 months of profit We are here on the fight show to talk about the fight tomorrow night between Tyrone Woodley and Jake Paul. Paul is available here as the 8-13 favourite. Now, that line has moved because he opened up as the 8-11 favourite. But you can see this anywhere between 4-6 minus 150 to 1-2 minus 200. This is different from the Ben Askren fight. First of all, he opened as the favourite, whereas the Askren fight was pegged at 10 to 11, 10 to 11. And it was very late on that Jake Paul moved to a more significant favourite. Here he opened as a favourite and the, the sharp money has gone on relatively early, moving him as short as 1 to 2 minus 200 in places. He's 6 to 4 to win this via a TKO KO where I'm looking and 8 to 1 here via a decision. The draw is 20 to 1 and Tyron Woodley's prices are 6 to 4 to win the fight. 2 to 1 by TKO KO, 12 to 1 by a decision. A special price boost is available on Jake Paul to win this by KO TKO in rounds 1 to 2, which is available at 5 to 2. And there is a price boost on Woodley also at 5 to 2 to win this by a TKO KO as well. The fight to go to distance is available at 1 to 9 for no. And 5-1 to one for yes. So people are expecting this fight to be ended within the distance, which is eight rounds. There are some double chance markets that see Jake Paul in rounds 1-4 to four or points at 4-5. to five. Jake Paul in rounds 5-8 to eight or points at 11-4. to four. Woodley in rounds 1-4 to four or points at 9-4. to four. And Woodley in rounds 5-8 to eight or points at 4-1. to one. The round betting here, um, when you're looking at the individual rounds, does favour Paul early. He's six to one for both rounds one to two, eight to one for rounds three, twelve to one for round four, twelve to one for round five, sixteen to one round six, twenty-five to one round seven, and forty to one for round eight. Woodley is priced similarly. It's twelve to one for him to win it in any of the first four rounds, sixteen to one round five, twenty-five to one round six, twenty-five to one round seven, and forty to one in round eight. Eight. So how do I think this fight is going to go? I think you have to look at that line movement and, and question why that is happening. And there are a number of reasons. Some people think that Jake Paul is a legitimate fighter. And that is a valid argument, I guess, because when you're looking at professional boxers starting out early on in, in their career, especially if they're going to be a big name, they do fight a lot of tomato cans. So when they're going 6-0, 7-0, 8-0, that does slip under the radar. And nobody questions the fact that they're fighting fighters who have got 
five wins and 20 losses in their first nine, 10 fights. No one questions that that much. This guy's doing it on a mega stage because of his YouTube channel, because of him and his brother and what they've built. He's doing it on a big stage and he is fighting other names, be it uh, YouTubers, basketball players or, or MMA fighters in this instance. So that's what he's deciding to do when he's starting out his boxing career. And I guess we have to call it a legitimate boxing career. Some people don't like that. They just see this as a big publicity sham, but you cannot argue with the pay-per-view buy. So some people think he's legitimate. Some people look at those pay-per-view buys and think this is a big money train and money makes the world go round. So whilst this, there continues to be interest and money in this, he'll continue to win until there's no more money left on the train. So we are looking at getting to a fight against the likes of a Conor McGregor and other MMA fighters and real boxers. I don't think we're looking at a fight against Canelo. We, I heard uh, Jake Paul talking about getting a fight with Canelo in the future. Realistically, as much as people want to say that he's a real boxer, Canelo would knock him the fuck out and he would do it quickly. If this was legitimate and it was a real fight between Jake Paul and Canelo, it wouldn't last more than two minutes. So I'm not on that train and I don't think that's the path that we're going down. But I certainly see a future fight with Conor McGregor. And if this this is legit, I don't think that these MMA fighters can stop this guy, even if it's a step up here for a guy like Tyron Woodley. Some people are saying guys like Tyron Woodley are hand-picked opponents. So these are the main things that are being said and the reasons why Jake Paul has probably moved to his significant favorite with money probably being the main one, hand-picked opponent being another, and um, to a lesser extent, him being a genuine boxer that is going to make it to the top. But he certainly does have more skills, more skills than his brother. And his brother's the guy that's just been in there with Floyd Mayweather and gone the distance. But he doesn't look as technically good. That performance was mainly based down to, to pure grit and determination and, and being able to utilize his size advantage, which I think surprised Mayweather, who probably coasted through the first two, three rounds and thought that he could easily stop this guy whenever he wanted to. Well, he looked like he did want to, and it just looked like Paul had enough resilience to hang in there. But he doesn't look like he's technically as good as his brother. There's there's a lot of windmill punching. There's a lot of bad boxing technique. Um, Jake Paul doesn't have that. He does look like a legitimate boxer starting out his boxing career. So I think that's dangerous here for Tyron Woodley. And whereas Woodley's a lot more dangerous than Askren. He's got more striking ability. He's got better striking wins on his record. He has gone and knocked out a guy like Robbie Lawler. This is also a welterweight champion, but he was recently released though because he had four straight losses. So he is at the tail end of his career, but he has got big knockout wins on his resume and it looks like he's taking his fight seriously whereas Ben Askren was coming in with a with a hip replacement and looked out of shape Tyron Woodley looks phenomenal and this is the real boxer versus MMA dichotomy which wasn't existent in the last fight so this is it this is really it this is a YouTuber turned boxer versus a legit MMA fighter who can actually strike but he's not the full-on out-and-out striker here that is a real danger, for, in my opinion, for Jake Paul. Because Tyron Woodley, his, his boxing, in terms of how he used it in an octagon, was mainly done to set up his wrestling. He's an elite wrestler, no doubt about it. And he utilized his boxing to, to sit back and to set up takedown attacks. That's very, very different to being an out-and-out boxer. Now, Woodley has been in there and worked with the likes of Floyd Mayweather, but... He's still going to be behind in the development of having the boxing skills needed here to come up with a win against Paul. Now, I'm analysing this 
as a proper legitimate boxing event. I'm taking out the element of it being fixed. I'm taking out the element of hand-picked opponents. I'm taking out the elements of the money train. I'm even taking out the elements of this guy is a YouTuber and he's coming up here against an MMA fighter because that is really what's getting really under the skin of all of the MMA community. They are turning around and saying even Ben Askren took a dive. And they're saying if Woodley loses, he took a dive. Colby Covington is a guy who's who's definitely on this side of the fence where he's constantly talking about the fact that this should never happen. And it's continuing to get under the skin of these MMA fighters. I'm not sure that's entirely correct here because when I see Paul box, it does look like he can generally box. Despite the fact I fucking hate the guy, despite the fact I hate the fact that the Paul brothers are even involved in boxing, and the fact that this fight is going to do a bigger number this week than Manny Pacquiao's fight last week against Ugas, which might be Manny Pacquiao's last fight. That isn't right. But the fact is, this is where the money's at. There is a genuine interest in everything that these guys do. And I don't think that this is going to end this weekend, not just because there is a big money train, but just because I genuinely think that Tyron Woodley isn't the right opponent here. This is a clear step up for Jake Paul, who faced zero resistance in his first three fights. And the money is coming in on Paul, but it's coming in for good reason. Woodley's making his debut, and despite working with the likes of Mayweather, he's going to be behind here. He's going to be behind it in his development. Um, in the MMA, he could have that strategy of baiting his opponents in with his back to the fence, and that worked in the UFC. But that's not the way you box, and in traditional boxing, that's not going to work for you. Um, not to mention here, this fight will be contested thirty pounds above his natural weight of competition, so the weight weight of one hundred and seven. So a lot of this points to, to Paul. The one thing that points to Tyron Woodley is the fact that he looks a lot better than Ben Askren. The, the fact that he is a legitimate athlete. And if this can go long, and this does go outside the first four rounds where the odds suggest that Paul is more likely to be at his most dangerous, then maybe Woodley does have a chance and maybe this does end. Or maybe this just goes out there and knocks this kid out and this was all a big pile of bullshit. Whereas Woodley is that massive step up from Ben Askren as a guy that does have of um, genuine knockouts on his record. Now, Askren has knockouts on his record, but it was done early on in his career. Woodley's done it as the champion, as the welterweight champion who defended the belt four times. He's knocked out Robbie Lawler. And I assure you, if Robbie Lawler was going into a fight here against Jake Paul with how Robbie Lawler is respected as a knockout artist, I would I would assure you that many people, many more people would be picking Robbie Lawler and the odds wouldn't be as wide as this. But because it's Tyron Woodley, who's not massively popular, he's had a lot of boring fights, he's coming in this in a fourth fight winning streak, it's not the case. But he's a guy that knocked out Robbie Lawler at his peak. But his peak ain't now. And we've seen that boxing in MMA and striking in MMA doesn't necessarily translate to real boxing. And I think that's why uh, Jake Paul is picking out, pick, handpicking these fights or people are handpicking these fights for him. I don't think people are ready to stop counting this cash yet. There's lots to look ahead. And even if you look at the likes of a, a Tommy Fury and a Daniel Dubois wanting to fight here on this undercard, Dubois trying to establish his name here on the big stage. Tommy Fury is begging for a fight here with Jake Paul. Fury's a guy guy who's the half-brother of Tyson Fury. He also took a break from boxing to appear on a British reality show called Love Island. That's when a bunch of uh, guys and girls live on an island together and try to formulate couples. And then the 
British public will vote on what couple they, they like the least or they'll vote or they'll vote out the couple they like the least and they'll vote for the couple that they like the most. And uh, he appeared on that reality show. So I'm not sure how serious he is, but perhaps he's a perfect opponent for Jake Paul. He certainly wants to be. And maybe that's the fight we're heading towards. Maybe we're looking at something with a with a Conor McGregor in the future. I don't think things like uh, Manny Pacquiao are realistic. I certainly don't think things like Canelo are realistic. But I also don't think this ends tomorrow. And I don't think this even ends next year in 2022. I think we're going to have to suffer through these brothers going through um, these MMA fighters and, and other celebrities and and just basically tomato cans. And that sounds harsh because Woodley's not Askren. He's not coming in here with a hip replacement. He's not coming in here looking out of shape. But he is a 39-year-old guy having his first boxing match. And we have seen uh, MMA striking is very different. And this isn't Logan Paul. This is Jake Paul. Jake Paul is a guy that looks like a serious fight. He has gained the respect of some. Not all, because there's people in the MMA community and, and, and other places that are really not in favour of this guy and are turning around and saying that if he does win, it's completely fixed. But other guys are saying he's legit. Other guys are saying he looks like a real boxer. I sit somewhere in the middle. This isn't ideally what I want to be watching in boxing. As someone who's a real boxing fan, I like to see some real boxing. And if this isn't going to exist, I don't think if this is going to exist, sorry, I don't think it should be superseding real boxing fights and be doing bigger buy rates. But that's not something I control. And I'm not really helping things by A, buying the fight tomorrow and B, doing this entire podcast. But the fact is we're doing this show because we know this would have more downloads than some of the other boxing fights that we cover. We know there is a genuine interest in this. We know people want to watch it and we also know people want to bet it. So how do you bet this fight? I think you just go with the money. I think there's there's just more reasons to go with the money and to take Paul to win this. There's a lot of money involved here in this guy. There's guys that want to make money from being on his undercard. There's big pay-per-view fights here for him to have an the future and they're all going to do over 1 million buy rates you do want to get to a fight like that conor mcgregor fight and i don't think that happens if you end up getting knocked out or beaten by tyron woodley because people are only going to pay big money and in large numbers to see this guy knocked out one time once you've seen one of these paul brothers get decimated there's no money in seeing it twice there's no rebuild here in my opinion i think once the o goes in this particular instance there's not a case of you being able to carry on what might happen is he may go and have himself a serious boxing career. He might actually start fighting some some serious boxers on other people's undercards because I think the 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 buy the buying potential of Paul will be massively and genuinely diminished by a loss here. So I don't think he can afford that loss. I think once people have seen him knocked out and it's on YouTube and it's all over the place and people can share it and enjoy it continuously, I think that's it for making this kind of money from these fights. So whilst he is there with the O and he hasn't suffered the loss. I think he's going to continue to handpick opponents. I think these opponents are going to continue to lose and I think he's going to continue to generate some serious money and people are going to want to fight him and be on these undercards. These these Paul brothers are not going away in 2021 and I don't think they're going away in 2022 either. Maybe the year after that, 
this might all be over, but I think you're going to have to suffer for it a little bit more. I think Paul gets it done early in the first four rounds while he's at his peak condition and whilst he's most dangerous. And I think I will just follow the money there and take Paul here at 8-13. to 13. I'm also expecting Fury and Dubois to get what they want here from, from, this, uh, from this card. I think Fury wins. I think he calls out Paul. And I think Daniel Dubois does establish his, himself as a name in America as he wants to do. Coming off that loss against Joe Joyce. So this is a rebuilding fight here for Daniel Dubois. And I think he picks up a win. So I think everything goes according to the script. Uh, I don't mean that literally because I'm not not in that camp where I think these things are 100% fixed, but I also don't think this this uh, Jake Paul is in a position to lose tomorrow night as the money continues to roll in. That's it for me in this edition of The Fight Show. Good luck with all your bets as always, and thanks for listening.